0: Hey man, my mom, mom loves Uncle Randy.
1: That shit.
0: <laughs> the family was uh, the family, the family's digging Uncle Randy, man. They were they were dying at the one that I posted on my Instagram, and I'm gonna I'm gonna casually post more of the uh Uncle Randy Dude. uh answering them comments, man. It's classic shit.
1: I'm telling you what, his uh Uncle Randy's blowing up, man. I got damn uh I don't know, it's weird. It's just funny to me. I enjoy it. I enjoy the questions people send them in and answering them. It's fucking fun, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, it looks fun. Sounds fun. I mean, there's a couple, and I'm sure I commented on on them this way, that legitimately have me laughing out loud. (laughs) You know, I try to make my response, you know, it's true to what it is, like, fucking Uncle Randy. (laughs) It's good shit, man. I dig it. I dig it.
1: All uh, Let's see here.
0: All right. What was that? was that some dip you were doing right there, some skull or something.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I've dipped. Uh, I've dipped since I was like eight years old, man. Mm. I popped
0: my grandpa, my me dipped quite a bit.
1: My grandpa started me on that shit. Right. So it looks like we're good. I'm about to go. Live. Yeah, and uh Joe B, I think you know, he was uh you know, he was gonna try to still come in like once a month and record with us, man, but he's having like some some issues with his family time and stuff. And I told him, dude, don't let you know, take care of your fat get that shit together, you know. And so I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's gotta be the key. It's gotta be number one. You lose that, you get uh you know unless that's what you want if you want to be single then keep doing it <laughs> yeah, it's up to you yeah, that's how it is Here hell, I, am. Hell, I, I I've been through yeah. it once I've been divorced one time and I was miserable goddamn so I learned yeah, if you're miserable yeah. get out of that yeah. motherfucker yeah yeah quickly right i think that's uh, how i've stood single this long
0: as soon as the good wears off and it's we start to really see each other and oh, you, yeah. and i start to be crazy ass Yep. I'm out. I'm out. I'm not th- I'm not sticking around just because we put two years in. All
1: right. So, what do you want me to like when I'm introducing us? Because we're not live yet. Uh, do you want me just to call you Vince or how do you want me to? to, to well, sure. I mean, sure. Just Vince. Vince. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I'm just not Big Vince. I think I commented on that. Yeah. That's
0: your dad. Yeah. I'm little Big Vince and I'm bigger than my dad, but, but I'm youngest. little Vince. Yeah. So, I'm big, big Vince. But That's yeah, a respect
1: it's, thing. I get it. As soon as you said that, was like makes total sense.
0: Yes, sir. It's
1: Nothing but respect yeah. around here. I get that. <sighs> all right. Well, so I got a couple of points. I'm going to kind of be jumping all over the place with this. But did you get a chance to watch the Diego Sanchez and? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just making sure you're up to me speed sure. on that weirdness.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a I have a thought on that. So. I'm yeah, there. Yeah. That's
1: gonna be a good uh I'm gonna get to that, I don't know, after we revisit two forty seven and shit, but I wanna that, that one's gonna be interesting. All right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and shoot us live early, man. We can go ahead and get this knocked out. I'm thinking about 45 minutes. Like people on MMA shows, everything I've read, like 45 minutes is the wheelhouse. If you can keep it there. Ooh. And I release these as a podcast. You know, I stream them live for the few people that want to watch, but then when I release it. On our uh, podcast feed, I'll copy you on that link so you can share it out. Like, that's where it gets the bigger numbers and, like, all the the listens and feedback and shit, but... All right, I'm gonna shoot us live. All right, boom. Here we go.
0: (laughs) I was lighting the fucking... (laughs)
1: Can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right, how about now? Got you. All right, you sound good. It's a bunch of shenanigans. All right, everybody, we are live. This is throwing smoke. This is going to be. A new fixture here, Vince. You all know him from uh, when he came on with uh, me and Joe B. Vince is going to be stepping in full time now. He's going to be handling the co-host duties with me. We're going to be talking MMA and all the happenings. Goddamn! So uh, y'all hang on to your panties. We're we're going to have some disagreements from time to time. Hell, that's what gentlemen do. But we're going to work it out when we do. Goddamn! It's not going to be any disrespect, son. We're not a couple of bitches. Like damn. Stephen A. and damn Ariel Hawani over here. Got no, no, none of that, that none of that, none of that. All right, so first thing, I want to talk UFC 247. I got to get to the elephant in the room. We got to talk about John Jones and Dominic Reyes, the fight. It was a great fight. What were your thoughts on the fight? Before we talk about who won or lost, what were your thoughts on it?
0: So when my friends had hit me up prior to the fight, said uh, – one of them said they'd never heard of Dominic Reyes and asked if it was going to be a good fight or an ass whoop. And I said it would be a competitive fight, and uh, that it was. So I was happy that
1: it was that. So you felt it was – do you feel like it's deemed a, that the rematch is needed?
0: Sure they can rematch. I don't think a rematch is needed next. Challenger stepped up. Challenger lost. Did a good job. He can get it again, uh, but I think – we can keep it going and let Jan get it next after what he just did. Oh, you talking about
1: murdering uh, Corey Anderson? Yeah, man. Ooh. Yeah, that was some shit right there. All right, so all right. here's what I thought about the Reyes-John Jones fight. I felt like, and like I feel with a lot of John Jones fights, he's so good. I mean, he's got 14 title fight wins. I mean, that's a shitload. I mean, that's all he knows is title fights. And I almost think he's to a level where he has to be like, you have to poke the bear and wake him up during a fight to get the best out of him. And I felt like he he turned that on in four and five for me, clearly. like it was two Good different part. fighters. It was two different guys. round rounds one and two, I think everyone agrees. John Jones was like, "Oh shit, all right, I got me one. Like this is a real one. okay, this is you know, I got to deal with some shit." He got dropped on his ass. Never happens. Never happens. He got put on his ass in the first round by Dominic. But like he does, he has something that other people don't have when it comes to those championship rounds. When that's all you know, there's something to be said for that that I will always respect. Yes, sir. But the debated round is, of course, round three. You know, I, I had rounds one, two, and three for Reyes. Four and five clearly for John Jones. You, uh, I think, are three, four, and five for Jones, right? That's what I got. Three, yeah. four, and five. Yeah. Definitely one and two, Reyes. And I was
0: like, John in the match. I was like, holy shit. Like, he's really bringing it to him. Good, good, good for Dom, right? Like, like, and I think John was like, oh shit, two. Okay, okay. Uh, so clearly one and two for Dominic. Um, clearly four and five for uh, the champ, right? Uh, for me in, in round three yeah that's where the debate is
1: yeah it's uh, and it's a tough one for round three you know like it's brought up a whole new sect of uh, debate with how much do you does coming forward weigh into how you score a round right so so what people should do
0: is google the official MMA judging criteria and not just listen to other people and see what that is. And I did just read that before we, we went live. And I'll tell you, that does not come into consideration unless the first two uh, uh, areas of consideration are even. If they're even, then you move to the second set of criteria. And then if that's even, then you go to the third, which is moving forward. We have effective grappling and striking number one. So unless that's absolutely even, you don't even need to go to aggression, which is the second level of criteria. It's not until the third level, if both of those are absolutely even, then we go to the third and we weren't absolutely even. Yeah. So it doesn't weigh much.
1: Well, that's, and I understand that I'm I'm with you. I've, I've looked into that as well. And the thing is with Texas, I believe if I'm not mistaken, they haven't adopted the new unified rule. So they're still in the old rule set. Which that's where the discrepancy is, according to the judge. Like that judge, when he was defending himself, I don't remember his name, but he's caught all kind of shit. Uh, I think mainly because he had he gave Jones four rounds, which I think everybody thinks is absurd. Like with with, with the eyes, I don't see how he could give him four rounds.
0: Yeah, well, so I I think I I have an answer to that, right? Uh, I think a lot of people need to understand how. Uh, the MMA rounds are scored, and it's not in totality. The judges don't get to sit there after five rounds and say, okay, I'll give him this one and then sure. him this one, and maybe they score the round by round. After the round happens, they write down the 10 or 9, they hand it off, and it goes away. Mm-hmm. So you write your score. You don't know what the other guy's doing. You saw what you saw based on what you think, and uh, you write that down, and it goes. And Greg Jackson had pointed out that in each of the other rounds, Rounds where people were like, oh, oh, how did it go that way? Uh, another judge scored it that way as well. So he wasn't, as it's not as far out as people are making it seem. The other judge, one other judge had the the crazy round that people thought that he was giving away in both instances.
1: Oh yeah, no, there's support for that judge in that regard that in each of the other two judges had also scored one of the wacky ass rounds that he had given Jones, Jones. yep. yep. So that, that clearly supports the, that eliminates the conspiracy theory, in my opinion, like, cause then unless you just say all Texas judges are incompetent and that's, yeah, you know, but it's what, what gets me with Jones is all these title fights and it just brings me into question that, is there a way that some guys can just have that, that thing where when the shit is close, they just tend to give it your way. Like, and that that's not wrong. That's not bad on Jones's part, but or is it just because he's the champ and maybe the goat that.
0: No, he, he's been there before. That's why, right? Like, he, this is the first time Dominic Reyes has even been close to being deep, right? Mm-hmm. He hadn't been out of the first couple of rounds, I think. Uh, John has been to hell and back against Sand and uh, even DC was competitive, right? Like, he's he's had to dig deep. So he knows that ahead of time which is what I think he was thinking when Dom came at him for one and two with all that pressure. Like, okay, let's see if you're going to be able to keep this up, young man. You sure. know, we have five rounds here, which you've never been. So I think uh, his experience definitely it would uh, allows him to, to roll strongly into those rounds.
1: Well, clearly, if you look at it as the gas tank, Dom was starting to fade in round three toward the end. Rounds four and five, John just had that gear that's a different thing. Clearly, one knows, but you know if you go on the the striking numbers, we know that Dominic outstruck John. And the, these are just the the calculated UFC released stats. People are now debating those on well, how many of those were partially blocked or blah blah blah, and that debate can go on forever. But if we're just using their numbers, Dominic outstruck him by twelve strikes. So not too bad. Total. Round. No, 116 to 104 total strikes.
0: Now, yeah, but we can't count total strikes, right? Like we got to count each round as it happens. Yeah. And if and you, could, you can have one you know one round like one and two, where he did so much work, he could have got the majority of his his punches in those first two rounds. Yeah. Which wins.
1: Yeah, and what dom did, dom outstruck him in one, two, and three. In one uh Dominic uh, outstruck him twenty-one to twelve. So clearly that one and round sure. one, that's how it looked. For round sure. two, um, it was 27-21 total strike, so he outstruck him by eight. In round three, Reyes uh, outstruck him 23-19, to so it was getting closer. His production was dropping off. John was starting to ramp up. Um, but Reyes stuffed two takedowns in round three. Which, So, in your mind, and this is, we can't really go, but if you're a judge, how, do you, how would you weigh in MMA, the sport that we both love, How much does a takedown weigh and how much does a takedown stuff weigh? And does that takedown only count to you if there's damage resulting in the takedown? Or do you count it like uh, a right hook? Like, okay, boom, takedown.
0: Okay. So uh, I know after reading these rules that uh, defense, the stuff, counts for nothing. Defense is not any part of the judging criteria. Matters not. It's an it's an offensive executed move. Mm. So whether that is left hook or a completed takedown, you score. Done. And, and and Big John just said recently the takedown count it does count, but it counts for uh, a, a position change. You have it's what you do after that. So as much as you know digging under hooks and switching each other's position counts, so would then the takedown. But what you do with the takedown is going to count more and supersede it. Because effective striking and grappling is number one.
1: Well, since Dom popped right up, does that cancel the takedowns or? Oh yeah, the, the, I don't believe the takedowns counted. Yeah. Or in round three
0: because yeah. in round three they were just stuffed. Four and five, I think he might have landed them. Yeah, he did. So, yeah, yeah. So, it, so it counts as much as a position change, mm-hmm. but it doesn't count like, uh, 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 you know, yeah, like a punch, like an effective punch. Absolutely not.
1: Well, so do you think the judges were scoring it? And this is possible. Like I said, I've looked, I've watched it a bunch, and every as I've distanced myself from the event, I can accept Jones winning more as the time has went on, and I watch it. You know, I've watched it with no commentary, with commentary, all that. But if uh, mute, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I I love all those guys, but they can definitely be biased, and um, you got to take that into consideration. But So in round two, the only way I could see them not clearly seeing Dominic winning the round is all based on the fact that John controlled the middle of the octagon. And do you think that's John? Because John's always done that. So uh, clearly he knows that's an effective way to get to the judges is I'm going to command the middle of the octagon. And it's gonna look like I'm hunting you down the whole fight and you're running. But there were times John in the second round especially, he got tagged and he did the old Conor McGregor versus Nate Diaz, turned his back and ran like a you know, like oh shit. And and that's fine. Yeah, yeah I get yeah, it. I saw that. I
0: saw that, yeah.
1: But that's you you make a the best point you've made to me that's that swayed me a little bit is and we all forget about this or at least I do that the judges turn in their round by round like it's over and round done with
0: they don't get the benefit of those stats they don't get the benefit they see it
1: they write it down and it goes bye bye yeah i mean that that's pretty powerful as far as uh, evidence goes but you know and if you look at john a day after the fight he didn't even look like he'd been scratched Right. And man, when I
0: in the rules, I was surprised to see that that is one of the one of the ways that they distinguish effective striking is by whether you are marked up and cut damage. and show visible damage. Other like, oh shit, so if you cut or bruise, and it says a bruise, if you cut or bruise or bleed easier than, you know, than another guy, then you're going to you're going to give up points that way and that's yeah. it says it right there in the rules and and in round 3, Don starts bleeding in his nose. Yeah. According to the rules, and then we got to go by the rules, right? We, whether we agree with them or different, that, that's completely different. Mm-hmm. Going by the rules, that alone, right there, it gives each judge
1: enough to say, oh, it's John Jones' round. Well, here's where I'm at, though, with the rematch thing. For one, I think Dom uh, hurt his knee worse than he's playing on. I think he, he's willing to do a quick turnaround and fight John. For one, because of the money. It's going to be a big fight, a huge fight, a lot of money. And two, I think he does believe he can beat John. But I mean, you can look at everybody in rematches with John Jones; they don't, they don't do well. You know, they don't want that smoke a second right. time. If he gets a second look at you, um, nope. it's never good. I mean, what he—the difference between what he did to DC and one and 2 is crazy. Gustafson—it was a totally different. I mean, complete dominance after going to the took woodshed with him. Yeah. So I don't know how that would work out uh, for Dom, but I know that if something like uh, Blockowicz end up for some reason connecting and dropping John and beating him for the first time, because in my eyes, John's undefeated. I don't count that bullshit DQ uh, from that stupid-ass elbow rule. That doesn't even count. I mean, he's never been beat.
0: No, exactly. Undefeated.
1: And so if he does get beat, the money fights with him, you know, drop substantially. So I can see him being in the pissing match to try to get it. Um, I just don't know what I do if I'm John. Do I do I take the the new heavy hand? I would probably take Blockowicz if I was him, just to uh, change it up a bit. Because I do think John meant it when he spoke to Rogan after the fight and said that kid earned my respect. Because I think he, uh, sure. I think he pushed him to the limit.
0: For sure, let me ask you: What do you think? What do you think Dom does differently
1: to be more decisive uh, and, and, and beat John? What, what is he? What is he going to do differently? The only thing that I think he can do differently because I think he struck as good as he can, uh, and he did all of his stand up as good as he can, is take John down. He'd have to bring some takedowns, and somebody needs to do something with the takedowns, you know. But John has this this way that he can he can beat you in what you're best at, especially if he gets a second look at it. I mean, the second fight, you know, with, yeah. with uh, well, even the first fight with DC, John out-wrestled him. Right, he took him down. Right. Has out, anybody taken him down? I don't know if anybody has or not. I don't think anybody's yeah, ever gotten. That was, huh? that was yeah. our first- and I don't know if you'd want John on the ground. Honestly, he people don't uh, give him enough credit. His submission game is disgusting. I mean, he can he does shit so unorthodox that people stay away from him. That's why he controls the octagon, because if you get close and you clench with him, he's got knees and elbows for days. We know his elbows, uh, which Dom used that against him a little bit. Dom actually landed a couple of elbows on the break. Yeah. But John will grab your arm like he did Glover to Shara, and he ripped Glover's shoulder out while they were standing, just with an yep. underhook, just ripped it out. Yep. Yeah, so hell i don't know man it may just be the genes. That shit i just might be tired of seeing john win because he's so good yeah yeah i'm okay with it man i, I you
0: know it's getting closer though right like uh, he's not blowing people out like he did the last generation you know these guys are newer younger stronger they've been watching john fight for a long time right some even john was champ when they got into in, into the ufc so they've had their eyes on him for a long time and, and uh, the gap is is getting closer, and we're you know let's next up let's see if uh, Jan has it. If not, we can go back to Corey. Maybe he he goes Robin again because he still Thiago Santos another fight, right? That guy was out there with blown out knees and striking with him. So I think the for me the strongest rematch I want to see is with a healthy Thiago. Not Reyes was healthy. We we I saw that fight. Good good fight. I watch it again, but. Uh, I want to see Tiago Santos with healthy knees in
1: there. Dude, that's a fair point. Because not only did he, like, injure his knees, he had both knees rebuilt. That fucker was Gone. in a wheelchair for months after that John Gone. Jones fight. Yeah. yeah, What a fucking champion. And a lot of people had him yeah. winning that fight. And I, Man, I, didn't. I thought injured. it was, was close. It. I thought it was close. I liked his heart a lot. You're right. I do want to see that fight again. That's actually... That's right. I mean, and Santos, that's a scary dude, man. Especially, you know, you come back from that. That's a guy that almost couldn't walk. Right. You know, so.
0: Let, I, know. I, I feel like to let John take a little bit more time. He didn't get any damage, but two fights recently. Let him chill out. Let's get Dominic Reyes versus Jan, and then get Tiago when he's ready to go to fight John. Let those two battle out, same card, same night. and uh, But this all depends on Tiago. I don't know how far he is. In his yeah. recovery, and if and if he's not ready, okay, well then you got to sit, and then John can sit back and let Dominic and Jan fight, or mm-hmm. pick either one. Really, right? We're all going to watch. Fuck it, I'm watching.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I like the putting it on one card idea. Actually, I really think that could be big for the UFC. And I mean, John is trying to be active, right? Because of all of his fuckery outside of the <laughs> octagon, he's making up money for money he lost, which is smart. And he doesn't take the damage, but I want to know like what happened to the dynamic because John has turned into like the dominant cruise, like the decisionator in recent years. you know, except for the DC head kick, uh, you haven't seen him really. It wasn't, yet, that it wasn't that long ago?
0: And the thing is, he's finding the best fucking fighters he in is, the world at best. You know, like fight. GSP, you're yeah. like people are shooting for the top of the mountain. He's on the top every time. He's fighting the number one contender every time. It's going to be close.
1: That's true. Fair give, him a, give
0: him a chance. Watch what he does to a newcomer in the UFC. he fucking murder him again. <laughs> we got to respect the number one contender, right? They're badasses themselves.
1: You're not just going to finish everybody. Yeah. No, it's it's fair. I mean, again, the kids are getting better and better. They've trained longer. They've been in it since they were fucking little. Athletic studs. all that Right, time. and Dom...
0: Stature is, is is uh like all the big guys, all the tall guys have given John a hard time, right? People yeah. 6'4", 6'3", similar to him. Those 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 are tough, man. It's it's going to be tough sometimes, and yeah, I'm okay with that. All
1: right, so let's talk a little bit about uh, Valentina and her fight against uh, Chukagian. Yeah. Isn't that how you say her name?
0: Again, Caitlin Chukagian.
1: Yeah, chucasian Yeah, yeah. That fight. Yeah. So, what would you think of? Uh, valentina's uh fight she's badass
0: she's badass i don't i mean there's not much more to say about her i love seeing how fluid she is with her technique you know it's it's technical it's fluid she can do everything whether it's counter uh, attack pressure she's she's
1: a beast on the ground i mean it's lovely to watch for sure yeah to me she's the most well-rounded fighter in the ufc I hate, I mean, I'm straight up so all the way around, like beauty in the martial arts. Where is she? Oh, where does she have holes? Tell me a hole. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know. I'm with Ben Asgren though. I think she's just got
0: to be a fucking spy. And if she's not a spy, why not? What's wrong with you guys? Like, she's so amazing, this woman, right? Like I think she's flies. A spy. Plane, everything they said, flying plane, speaks multiple languages. She was chopping it up in the octagon in three fucking languages. She's a beast.
1: Yeah. Is it weird to me that she's gotten more attractive as she's gotten better fighter? Because the first time I saw her, I didn't think, oh, she's a smoke show. Now, I don't know if it's because she's such a badass. I'm like, oh, damn, she's not bad. I've got a lot of clothing for
0: me, man. And <laughs> the respect goes up. So, you know, seven turns into a nine real quick. Yeah, Shit. that
1: pistol on her hip, tattooed on her you fucking know, hip, dude. That thing. Takes- like that?
0: Shit, yeah, she gets all my credit for sure. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I Shoot. don't see anybody beating her, dude. I don't I don't think anybody not, a, uh, not in the flyweights.
0: The beast, right? Amanda twice and it had and took her the distance twice, right? Like yeah. fuck. And, and Amanda's a big girl, so uh no, she's not losing at one twenty five, though anything can happen in them one twenty five? Yeah, one twenty five, right? Yeah, one twenty five. So uh anything can happen anything can happen at any time. You never know. Uh but if we're putting money on it, I'm betting on Valentina. For sure, I don't know who else. I had to look at her division. Uh, I, don't real see quick, but I don't know. I mean, but, but so okay. You know what I don't like though is when people just write off the entire division. Like, who's there left for you? Fuck the next number one contender is next for her sure. next month, right? It's just man, knock them off. I uh, I but agree. to to expect the entire division like you know, Hota hawani does saying who's there's nobody else out there for you. Um, Yeah, I don't believe that. The number one contender is next for her.
1: Well, and me and you both know that somewhere in some gym, somewhere, anywhere around the world, could be in Russia somewhere, Croatia, is some savage girl that's training that could beat her, you know, whether she's in the UFC or not. But, you know, for me, if you say there, you know, who's going to beat her, That's what you should say about the champ. It's those girls' jobs that are the number one contender for somebody to step up and get that smoke. Now, it's not Jessica I. I'm tired of hearing her say, give me another chance. Dude, you don't ever get another chance. You don't get another shot ever. First off, you got head kicked to sleep. You, you, You snooze fest. I can't believe you're still in the UFC, goddamn. Actually, Uncle Randy can't stand it. I can't watch her fight anymore, listen to her talk. She misses weight. For God's sakes. Do you give her a th- Valentina again? Would you ever do that? No, no,
0: no. Get her out of here. I can't stand that <laughs> fucking chick. She's the most annoying person on the roster for Her and Henry Cejudo. They're fucking close. They're neck and neck to being like just the worst.
1: Like, shut up, please. Dude, that's Henry <laughs> Sadudu. after you coined him that. That's oh. all I think yeah. of now. Every time he's on, I'm like, look at Sadudu." <laughs> Sadudu,
0: that fucking clown. Yeah, his stick is just over the top. Sorry. But the thing is, I don't even think it's too much stick. I think it's just an amplification of his personality, which is just dry, and you know he doesn't have one, which is, you know. You know uh, what's yeah.
1: interesting though? He commented on the UFC's tweet that said "Who's next for Valentina?" and he said, "I've been waiting."
0: Yeah, he's a, he's a clown. That that that's funny. But uh, he, he yeah, whatever.
1: Valentina. Uh, actually, I got to give him credit.
0: Like I I picked against him, you know, against Demetrius both times against Marlon Moraes against uh uh TJ. I picked against him every time. And the dude shows incredible heart, right? Like mm-hmm. uh DJ kicked his cap and it was flopping all over the place and he still fought through it all the way. Yep. Uh, he, he was in adversity plenty of times and he pulls it out. So in the cage, yeah fucking go ahead Henry to do right for sure. But all that shit outside fuck you you suck. Get off fast forward. I don't I don't give him any time Uh, I put thumbs down right away anytime he's on anything, and I back out. He gets none of my help for his algorithms. He's terrible.
1: Such a bad gimmick that was picked on his part. I mean, because he's he's obviously a top echelon athlete. Here's the deal, though. Valentina beats a lot of dudes, goddamn. I'm telling you. She beats a lot of guys. I don't know who, but she'll beat some dudes.
0: Yeah, He'll he'll beat the shit out of her. Oh, I'm but not I tell you,
1: of course he would win that, but I'm saying there's some guys walking around fighting in 125 and local fights, local regional MMA. Valentina whips that ass, son.
0: There's a there's a bunch of 185 pounds men walking around that she whips their ass. All day for sure. Oh, hell but yeah. uh but if we want to, you know, we want to keep her out of out of prison, I would say let her fight JoJo, right? They, I, I don't know if this is updated or when this was updated, but they got JoJo at number six. Fuck it. Top, anybody in the top ten can get it. Yeah. And JoJo can get it. And then, you know, hey, don't deny Roxanne ferry just because she's herky-jerky-goofy shit. Give her her due. She's winning. She knocked off the young gun.
1: Let her get it after Joanne. So, Ariel, that's who's fighting her next. Shut up. I love Roxy. So I'm a Roxy huge fan, been for years. People don't give her credit yeah. for the pioneer that she is in women's MMA because she was never yeah. the sexy chick and shit. But, dude, fucking dope. she's a badass, dude. And she's she's uh, a badass
0: for, it, for sure, all, all for it, though. Yeah, good. Absolutely. She's an authentic, humble warrior, you know. she She's not the most athletic, but she has the biggest heart and technique, and, yeah, fuck it. You yeah. know, she can and weight or uh... – or, yeah, I would let her wait, let Joanne get the next shot, and then since it's so thin, then Roxanne gets the next one, you know?
1: Yeah, I think they're going to end up doing uh, Valentina and Amanda 3, actually, though, just for nah. the money. I think they will.
0: Don't do that. Why do that to her? She's a 125er. Let her fucking just just reign supreme, right? Like, well, what's the what's – the, why do people – people need to respect these weight classes, man. Like, I they're, mean, well, they're weight
1: classes for a reason. Well, that's the UFC has fallen into this new thing where the weight classes and the belts almost don't mean shit. I mean, you got Jorge out there, you know, with this BMF thing, changed the, the game a little bit. And, you know, he just got paired up with, you know, him and Usman are going to throw down. And, uh, hell, I, I'm as big of a George fan as there is, and I'm on the fence now after watching Usman's, uh, what he did to Kobe. Hell, I don't know what's going to happen in that fight, but... And we're going to talk about that, that in a minute. I want to get to that one toward the end. Okay. So what did yeah, you yeah. think of Toph and Adams? Did you watch that?
0: Uh, I think I was making pizza at the time. I, I didn't focus too heavily on it. Uh, I, Yeah, I don't think I watched it too much. I I, I think that Juan Adams, I know that he's starting to take it more seriously, but you're just fucking wasting time and talent and kind of – it seems like he doesn't care, so I don't care, really. Yeah.
1: They cut his ass.
0: They yeah,
1: right after uh I, I knew this fight was a battle of who's going to stay on the roster because they were coming off two losses each um and i was picked i picked against toffa just because he let me down his last fucking fight and uh hell he knocked that adam's just i don't know man there's just i thought there was more talent and there could be i mean i'm not in there well anything can happen especially with heavyweights i mean you get touched and it's it's a wrap Big
0: dude, yeah the big boys i yeah. Uh, I I am sure I wanted to watch the fight, but I was entertaining, so I didn't pay attention.
1: All right. Well, did you catch uh the Mursad and uh Dan uh Ige fight? Yeah, I
0: rewatched that because they got bonuses, right?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a great yeah, fight. No, so I
0: went back and I rewatched and yeah, man, that was just competitive all the way through, tons of action, back and forth. Just so much technique, right? Like Marab is 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 technical but free flowing and those spinning the the spinning kickings kept like It was very fun to watch for sure.
1: That's what my whole takeaway from that fight was. It was a beautiful display of mixed martial arts. Like for people that want to look at the sport and are like fringe, maybe some people that have been turned off by the sport because of the mainstreamness of it, they're missing out. There are those gems of fights that are just beautiful displays of, you know, athleticism and, and mixing was, these uh, these different uh, techniques and martial arts. And I thought that one was, I don't think anyone lost. I know that, it, you know, Ige won the decision, but I don't think anybody got hurt. When a fight's that it, good, I don't think anybody's stock really gets hurt, unless you're a champion. I mean, that's the only one that takes it in the ass. Ige yeah. won that one?
0: I thought Mursad got the
1: knock. No, Ige won the, the decision. Yes,
0: yeah. See, yeah I guess I'd picked Mursad.
1: It was well. that close, though. Like people. Yeah. Uh, Scoring it like Bloody Elbow had scored it. They said that Mursad won. It was 29 28, could have won either way. Um, about- um Miranda, let me let me
0: let me let me use that and, and, and take you somewhere really quickly. I know we talked about Sududu and then the judges and who picked what. How do you feel about Sahuto saying, Ah, well, we're, we're gonna take Aldo, even though Aldo's coming off a loss because the judges scored it that way? But plenty of people think that Aldo won the fight. How do you
1: feel about that happening? I mean, I think it's a money grab on Sududu's part. He's scrapping to make some money. I mean, because for one, sad to say, people don't watch the little guys fight. I'm not saying me. I'm saying people in general. They don't give a shit about the little guys for some reason. Demetrius Johnson will tell you that. That's why he went to Japan where they at least respect, you know, the the smaller divisions because they're smaller people. But here, you know, in the fucking States, as a collective, we don't give a shit about these little guys. Right, right, <laughs> so right. He's, right. he's got to take uh, the biggest money fight, but that's the power of Joe Rogan, right? If Joe Rogan says on that, on the fucking pay per view, that somebody won and they didn't, that's going to convince, you know, three quarters of the MMA community that that's the real sure. shit. Sure. You can get people a fight. And, yeah. Uh, I thought that fight was, was, you know, close with Aldo. I thought he looked good at cutting that weight. I didn't think he'd make the weight and he did. He surprised did he me. That? Yeah. Um, his chin looked better. I thought Connor had taken his chin, but uh, I don't know. I think Sadu is just scrapping for trying to make some, uh, some cash somehow.
0: Yeah. And I'm okay with that, right? Because this isn't a league. This is price fighting, right? I'm also okay with it because we cry so much that the judges got it wrong. The judges got it wrong. Fuck the judges. Those are just three people who gave their opinion. Yeah, you know, like we don't if if we don't think he won, you still want to give him the, the next fight. Why not? Like, because three old men sat there, or there might be an old lady in there too, right? Like, yeah. because they saw it one way. That that's it. Fuck that. We saw it. He did a good job. That's the money. For that's a fight people want to see. This is a fight the champ wants. Why not?
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree 100. I think that's more of how Dana and ESPN and and everybody looks at it now. That matchups, you know, are are important. They got to drive a number, and, right? Uh, like like you said, and like I've said, these guys. I know we all want. Like, here's the thing. My beef with MMA and MMA Twitter. Goddamn. I mean, I've got several beefs with some of these MMA Twitter dweebs that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But these guys I trained with the guy these guys before they were anything. I'm talking about back in early two thousands, before this sport was, was big and mainstream. And those guys were fighting for fifty dollars or no money at, at fucking Hooters and uh, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings and shit at the big, you know, they'd put a ring up outside and they'd fight for nothing. And But this sport is not that. And now it's prize fighting. And they want these guys to still fight for free and show that, dude, this is their livelihoods, and it can be over like that. Every fight, they're fighting for their life. Every time.
0: Every time. So to say that they should wait for something or, yeah, yeah, no, no. Every fight, they should get as much as they're worth, as much as they can be paid to fight. There's no guarantee they're going to walk out of there with all their faculties that they'll have another fight. So yeah, no, 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 man, go get that money. If people want to watch you fight, fight.
1: I agree. I mean, that's, that's why I've always, you know, respected the, the hustle of Connor, whether or not personally, I thought it was my taste. That's irrelevant when it comes down to respecting the business aspect of what he did to make his brand. I mean, you can't hate on that part of it. I mean, I don't like he fights old dudes and bullshit. I mean, as a person, he needs some uh some some guidance and Jesus Christ. If that video is true of that fucking troll that he hooked up with recently that shot the cell phone video of him, have you seen that? No, I've missed
0: this oh one my totally. God.
1: I'll 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 copy you on the tweet or I'll tag yeah. you. In. This uh she's a four at the best, and she's videoing on her cell phone Connor asleep. And then she like pans back to herself and looks at the camera and is like, oh, and she's a four <laughs> at the best, on the best day. Yeah. He had a lot of proper 12. He had a lot of that proper 12 in him and shit. Dude. For-
0: I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Who, who knows, right? Like, as long as it's new, I guess.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not in for his old, uh, you know, whatever he's got with his old lady. That's between them two. But uh, yeah. when it comes to fighting, I mean, now he's, that shows you how quick it can turn around, though. You know, with his fight with Cerrone, now he's, you know. Back in demand, and they're just banking on Khabib beating Tony, which I think is such a bad idea that they're so certain that fucking Khabib is going to beat Tony Ferguson.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think the I, I think that's mostly MMA Twitter that is most certain because Dana's even said he has to get through Tony, and that's a real fucking fight. They're not they're not writing off Tony Ferguson for sure. But you know, if all goes to plan, then yeah, they they have a path for Conor to make a big payday. Yeah, no
1: doubt. Well, so what happens, though, if uh, Tony fucks around and, and cuts Khabib to death and New York uh, judge stops it?
0: Yeah, then then Connor's still going to get that fight and get the title fight, and, and Tony's going to fuck him up, too.
1: <laughs> dude, I'm <laughs> telling you, Tony Ferguson is <laughs> a madman, dude. He's Doesn't one of my hard. favorites.
0: He's a big dude, man. I don't know how he fights at 155. I've seen him personally at the Orange County Fair. He's a big man with big hands. He's a, yeah, he'll, he'll, yeah, kind of don't want that for sure. And, and
1: he's not, and I'm not saying this in a bad. I'm saying this in the right way. Tony's off his rocker in the way you oh, yeah. want a fighter to be. That some bitch ain't right, and he no, don't need not. to be right. That's what makes him not. great.
0: He's a fighter.
1: In the truth, he's a fight. You fights in the cage for a
0: living. Who, who get like? He doesn't have to win a spelling bee around here. He doesn't know how to fight. He's just a fucking fighter. Right, like the dude's interviews are off the off the rails. Where he goes, like, watch one interview, and you know this dude is not riding the head, and that's okay. Just fucking
1: fight. Oh, 100 percent, absolutely. I love I love the dude. I love uh, I love his style. I think he's a tough uh, out for Khabib, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see. I'm I'm excited to see how that uh, works out. But did you catch Derek Lewis and Latifi's fight? Did you watch that one?
0: Yeah, I love I love Derek Lewis, but. And I guess it was an improvement over his last performance. But he's got a short new heavyweight in front of him. And he just, I don't know, I don't know. I I expect more. I want more out of Derek Lewis. I want him to whoop some ass, use his length, use more than just the long-range right hand. I mean, I guess there were some flying knees. There's a lot to be admired for sure. But uh, I want more technical fighting from Derek Lewis, man. He has
1: such incredible tools. And that's what that's exactly how I felt. And then I had to wonder, am I like I thought this is what I was thinking to myself. Am I taken away from just how fucking tough and a badass Latifi is from jumping up in weight class and taking on that fucking bull of a man and Derek Lewis? Or did Derek look less? I was having that same conflict. I couldn't decide because, you know, Derek Lewis like threw like three or four head kicks. And for a yeah. big man like him to do that, I couldn't throw a head kick now that's going to hit somebody that's that tall just because hell, I don't have any flexibility anymore. And he's, he's had back injuries and shit. So, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure where I'm at with Derek, but I left this fight feeling like he's not the top top tier to me yeah. anymore. Like he's right below it, but you know, yeah. who am I to say, but that's just my, Critique. No, I, I, I felt that way as well
0: because in the pre-fight interviews, he's talking about, okay, I am taking it more serious now. I realize I've been taking advantage of friends and family, like fucking up their time by not committing to it 100. So he has taken it more seriously. He was down lower in weight. He was doing all of these things that led me to believe when he got in the cage and he was in Houston. I thought he was going to put on for Houston for sure. from the jump, and I just didn't. I didn't get that, so uh, I saw the same dude in the cage that we saw in the last fight. Still jumpy, switch kick, dope knees, dope. But then he's talking about I can get off the ground whenever I wanted. Well, what the fuck? Why didn't you? Like, you can get up whenever you wanted. Then why the fuck did you let this dude lay on you yeah. for so long? As that's the case. Yeah. So no, so you're telling me you wanted to come on, Derek? I don't think so. Yeah. So. Maybe, hopefully, the next one he, he does. But, um, yeah, I thought the same thing. Like, ah, ah you're a geek For sure.
1: Well, all right. So let's move on to uh, Rio Rancho, the fight night that just happened. And really, the only things I give a shit about on that card was uh, fucking uh, Corey Anderson and uh, Blockowitz uh, fight and Diego Sanchez, just because I'm a huge fan of the nightmare from season one, Ultimate Fighter. Savage fucking face falling off fights, just you know old school Diego, but I gotta go there first because all the the weirdness around that fight, how did you feel when that fight ended what what was your what was in your heart watching that
0: yeah, uh, uh I feel like those commentators are going way too hard on the on the guru, <laughs> like uh, I listened to the audio today and and I don't know if the feed I was watching I can hear, but when Trevor Whitman was coming back and he's like, I don't, I don't know what I what I just heard. Like, give him some instruction, tell him what to do. Hold on. Diego Sanchez was the original ultimate fighter. He's been fighting forever. The dude knows how to fight. He doesn't need somebody to tell him how to fight. What he needs is somebody in his head and to connect with him, like this dude is doing. The guy gave great advice he had told him hey man you're fucking fooling yourself you gotta go you gotta get offline you gotta i don't know what they were saying man like i feel like they shit all over the guru because maybe it's easy to do right this of you course. know guru and diego Sanchez is easy to jump in that train but i think they were way off base i think diego what, what could he do he had you know michelle in front of him tall oh, long weird like it's not easy to close that gap. You got this fucking dude spinning and throwing all kinds of shit all over the place. And and then the way it ended, oh, yeah, I'm fine with Diego. Like, no, man, this dude blasting me in the face with the knee while I was down. I got two gashes over my head. Why the fuck should I continue? Give me my money. I'm out of here. Nothing wrong with that at all.
1: And no L goes on my record. I saw the wheels turning in Diego's head and people are like, oh shit. Well, you know, you're going to call certain guys quitters, but not Diego's like, bitch, shut up. He's a fucking 20 year veteran almost of the fucking sport. You know, an original OG who has fought with his face hanging off multiple times and continued to fight. The last thing on earth is that that motherfucker is going to throw in the towel But he also knows he's at the end of his career, and every fight could be his last fight where the UFC cuts him if he has an L. And there's only so many of those they are going to let you have before they cut you. So he's weighing in his head. All right, I get the W. I don't give a shit, you know? I get the W here. He's doing the math. All right, an illegal blow. If I can't continue, I win. Fuck it. I get to win another day and fight another day. And my full paycheck. Absolutely. And when it comes to... uh, uh, Piera or Pereira that he's fighting Michelle, the size difference was in fucking credible. I mean Diego even <clears throat> said he's not going to cut an ounce of weight for this. He wanted to be David versus Goliath, and it was that. If you couldn't see that, it was unfucking heard of. My wife was watching it and was like, how the fuck are these two guys fighting each other? And I was like, that's the nightmare. Goddamn, he don't give a fuck, and he didn't. And I mean he couldn't do much. Michelle was winning the fight pretty. Easily. And he frustrated me because there's times where he could go for a finish, but he would rather look good and lose. Like the old Wesley Snipes from White Men Can't Jumps, when Billy Ho said to Wesley Snipes, you'd rather look good and lose than look bad and win. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: All the shit coming
0: Diego's way. Why couldn't Diego get in? Why didn't Diego do that? Hold on. This other dude has all
1: the advantages. Why couldn't he whip Diego's ass? True. How about that? Never dropped him. Didn't really ever hurt him. Really, not too bad. This dude has all the advantages. Why
0: didn't he just whoop Diego's ass? He, he, he slammed that knee in the dude's head,
1: gassed him up. Fuck anybody who's calling Diego a quitter. Fuck you. And here's you, you bring up a really great point that I think needs to be discussed in the UFC especially. That the bias of the commentators and the analysts that they bring on are starting to get to the point where they're um, skewing the product when they take a stance like that, when they decide collectively to let shit on Diego's movement coach, you know, because it's up to, you know, guys can have whoever the fuck they want in their corner. They get three guys. They can be whoever the fuck they want. As long as that person can pass a background check, you know, they could bring their damn fat aunt. If that's who can get them up for a fight, that's who they can bring. So, I don't understand all the sh- the shade, and I listen to the audio too, and just because it's not your lingo, I mean, you got Mark Henry out there that that makes up words to his fighters. He could be saying yellow crayon, yellow crayon. You know, mm-hmm. he could say anything. Big black dicks. I mean, he could whatever he wants. And that's That means something. So how can you really say that and know what the fuck you're talking about? Listen, I love Rogan. I love Whitman. They got their places, but they don't know everything. They don't know what's in people's heads, and they pretend that they do. And people take that as gospel when it's not.
0: Yeah, well, there's a lot of simple-minded people out there. Oh, well. Fuck them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fuck them. They're stupid. There's a lot of people out there. Oh, well. Yeah, Joe and Trevor, they had their opinion. I didn't agree with it. I think they were shitting all over Diego unnecessarily. Um yeah.
1: Well so what do you think uh, happens to Corey Anderson? I think this sets him back a lot, a lot a lot cuz they're looking for reasons for him to I mean everybody's doubted him. I know of Corey, he's actually been on some of my friends' podcasts. He's a great dude. Um super nice guy. It wasn't in his character when he popped popped off after killing Johnny Walker like that and he apologized and said it wasn't really his character. He just felt disrespected. But when you get uh, put out like that, it's going to be tough for him. He's going to have to put off some – he's going to have to string together some impressive wins to get back to Jones. And he might be gone by then to heavyweight.
0: Yeah, I don't think John's going to heavyweight. He uh, He's, he's going to have too much work in light heavyweight division. He's not going to – yeah, I don't think he's going to heavyweight. Um, but uh, let's see. Corey Anderson is going to battle. Who, who hasn't he fought? He's going to drop quite a bit. Uh, yeah, he's going to have to fight like Misha Serganov or something mm-hmm. or fight uh, Glover again.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Uh,
0: yeah, Anthony Smith. He can get another fight. He he just got uh, a little too over anxious, right? And uh, got caught coming in, throwing a, 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 a kick without any cover, without setting it up, and got, crap, He was coming forward way too much. I think that's an adjustment for him, really. Yeah. He didn't get smoked at all in the fight. He got
1: caught. Oh yeah. And the lights went out. I mean, it's just one of those things. You run into one of those and it could happen to anybody, you know, people that haven't been punched in the face though. They don't know that they think it's like the movies. Like if one shot puts you out, then you're, you know, bullshit. You can get hit in the right place. I've been hit behind the ear and forgot how to walk before. Like, I mean, it's weird how your body reacts and people don't realize like liver shots are real behind the ear is real. You know, all that shit. You, you can't really say anything unless you've been in there and you felt it before.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it wasn't like he got his ass whooped. He got caught by, you know, with some legendary Polish power. Fucking A, man. Yeah. He, he was running forward, and he caught dudes right. Dude sat
1: down on it, torqued his body. Come on, man. Everybody's going to sleep on that. Yeah. I mean, we're, t- we're forgetting uh, Rumble is dropping weight like crazy after his uh, blowing up fucking bodybuilder phase and he's you know still planning on you know he's in the pool he's passing his testing and shit and uh Was he then, coming back? I'm interested to see. They keep you know they're throwing all these possibilities around but what if he comes back at 205?
0: I don't think he's going to come back at 205, right? I think he said he was going to go heavyweight. He did say that.
1: But the way he's dropping weight, like the last update was that he was down to like 235 again already and If that's the case, would he try to suck? Remember, this is a guy that fought at 170 at one point, which is ridiculous.
0: Crazy. Crazy.
1: But uh, so, yeah, I mean, where he lands, you know, if he did for some reason land there, it would be interesting to see who uh, welcomed him back and if they gave him. I think he
0: actually does better at heavyweight than light heavyweight. I think the light heavyweights are too athletic and move around too much. He just wants to throw bows. He just wants to stand still and just clobber you and he can have those kind of fights with more heavyweights than he can light heavyweights
1: yeah i'll never forget when he knocked uh glover's tooth to the moon when he knocked out glover with that uppercut and that tooth just went flying through the moon and the fucking it was insane but all right so let's let's move on to the projections on we got ufc 248 i want to touch on that just for a minute to get early thoughts and then we'll head out of here But on UFC 248, of course, we got Stylebender Romero. Uh, Your early thoughts on that. Who would you take? I'm taking Romero, just so you know. I want to see where you're
0: at. Initial feel, uh, I'm just going to go with Stylebender outpointing
1: him. Um,
0: I don't think he's going to – I don't think he knocks him out. I don't think he takes him down. I think he can stay away and outpoint him and outcardio him and get to five and be the winner. I don't – Yeah,
1: that's how I see it How much of a beast is Y'all Romero, though? For how old he is? He looks like Uncle Randy on steroids. (laughs) Dude, and he's got a neck. You know, people don't talk about it enough. His whole neck is fused. I've got two levels fused in my neck. Um, They went in the front and did two levels. They had to go in Yoel the back of his neck. His neck is fused from the the thoracic, which is your T vertebrae that start up below your neck. That's your middle shit to all the way up to C one, which is the back of your skull. He has rods up both sides and all those levels are fused together. So that's why why you're so stiff.
0: Oh shit. I didn't know
1: that. Yeah. And that motherfucker, that's a, people can't fight after usually after one level, like Weidman had one level done. He had a disc replacement um, and he hadn't been the same. clearly, but this guy's 40 years old or 41, whatever he is, still doing backflips and shit on stage. He's an incredible freak of nature. I mean, it's just that was crazy. That is. How did he show
0: up Stylebender? Stylebender tried to do some little fancy, little two-step, and Yoel was like, nah, started jumping around, boom, backflips, splits, what? Oh,
1: man, that was cool. That was cool. Dude, and I mean, who would you hate to run up on in like a bar fight worse than Yoel Romero? That would be your yeah, nightmare.
0: man. That's pretty ugly for sure
1: shit and uh we also got on that card we got uh Joanna fighting uh isn't it zong mm. is that how you pronounce her last name the the lady Z- from china wayley Z- zane dude
0: she's a badass
1: Z- though buddy yeah we'll, we'll
0: we'll see how much of a badass against Joanna. i think she's uh you know fighting andrage for the belt i don't think andrage should have had the belt that was rose for sure she uh spiked rose on her head you could have DQ'd her ass for that um, uh, uh, so I think that was a strategic, a, a strategic matchup for her where she looked really good. Yeah. If she looks really good against Joanna, then yeah, fuck yeah. Zhang wei Lei, Zhang Wei-Li. I just want to see a good fight. I think we'll get one yeah. for sure. Yeah. Old, uh, Joanna, man,
1: I, I just miss the days when she was, uh, a hundred percent dude. She was, she came out of nowhere with those elbows and striking was just. Unreal and then Rose happened, you know, like it's crazy. And yeah. where's Rose go? She says she's ready to come back. Yeah, I think she's ready to come back. But I think wanna I think
0: so. So this should be her best performance. Uh she says she's cut ties, right? She's she's no longer engaged. Man issue man management issues are all out of the way. So she has no excuses. This should be some vintage Ianna for sure. Yeah. But Uncle Randy, you didn't tell me how you saw how you see uh uh style bender and Yoel going
1: down? I just have a gut feeling, right, with Yoel that he's tired of all these bridesmaid uh, things happening. Like, I thought he got robbed in the cost of fight, and I don't want to say that. I thought he won the cost of fight pretty handily, in my opinion. Um, and he's just right there. I mean, nobody wants it. I give Stylebender biggest balls of the year. For calling out, who calls out Yoel Romero, right? But a, what a fucking stud to even do that. Y'all yeah, would think you would want to avoid that motherfucker, like if you could and you could dance around him. Fuck that.
0: Nothing but respect.
1: But uh, I just see, uh, yeah, right now, and this could change. I won't make my our official predictions till we get the next episode. Then we'll put like put them down on paper. But uh, my gut, I just see Yoel. Uh, knocking him out like in the third. Right now, mm. that's where my gut's mm. at. If he can get to you're right though. If he can get to him, Stylebender, uh, can move. I mean, that's his thing. He's uh, he's crazy. My my friend that actually trained with him, Warren Thompson, uh, who fought in Glory as a kickboxer, came up with uh, Stylebender. Told me that there's all the hype is more than real with Stylebender. He's a different human being, and just so. Sure. I don't know. I'm just a big YOL fan too. I'm a fan of both those guys. I I hope they both come out on, you know, healthy. Nobody gets something dramatically happens to them and I'm pulling for both those dudes. So it doesn't really uh, hurt me, but that was the last thing I was going to ask you before we go. Do you think that the fucking MMA Twitter uh, world, and when I'm talking about the, there's some good parts of MMA Twitter. I'm talking about the the douchebags of MMA Twitter that think you have to hate one of the fighters every time fighters fight. Like, you can't just say, I love both those guys. I hope it's a good contest. They'll call you a casual if you say that. And that's ridiculous, in my opinion. If you, you, know, if you like two guys that are going to scrap and you just say, hey, I just hope they both are healthy and the best guy wins. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of fighting. So I just want to see a good fight. I
0: don't care about, you know, I guess I do sometimes care about the drama, but not like MMA Twitter, really. I want to see fighters and I want to see technique. I think it's okay sometimes to say you don't know who's going to win because it's a fucking fight, right? If you know who's going to win, you'd be rich. You go, go lay money in all the time, but we don't know because it's a fight and anything can happen in there.
1: Well, so where do, where do we come at now in, in uh, MMA, right, with the journalists? it's coming into effect now where their credentials and their lack of fight experience is starting to uh, weigh in. Like fighters are even to the point now where they're like X fighters need to be the judges. Like they need to bring in fighters to be judges. I think you should have some understanding of fighting. In my opinion, if you're a journalist of the sport and you do any kind of analog, like if you're just a journalist and you just write I'm okay with that. But when you start analyzing and offering opinions, you have to have some sort of training, have felt another fighter sweating on top of you, bearing down on you or punching you. And if you haven't experienced that and you try to give me an, an analyst opinion, I pretty much throw it out the window.
0: Yeah, I just throw it out the window anyway. I don't give a shit, right? <laughs> Anybody can say anything. These guys, you know, journalists or or you know, website hosts, right? Like are they really credentialed journalists with sure. degrees in the field? Uh, I don't know what they are. But yeah, I don't I don't care about most people's opinions because I think most people suck. They don't pay they don't have any experience themselves. They've never trained, they've never competed in anything. So they can have their opinion. Everybody's entitled to it, but I don't have to give a shit. Mm-hmm. I don't have to put any weight behind it. Right. So I, I'm very dismissive of MMA Twitter. Of trolls, of people who argue, those are indicators of other issues in their life, right? That I don't have time to worry about or give a shit about. So they can hate all they want. I don't give a shit. Um, I don't. I don't care what Ariel has to say because I don't care what Ariel <laughs> has to say or Stephen A. Smith, I just don't care because I don't value their experience.
1: Well, so and, have you and- always felt this way about Ariel? Because I know you have some some good, some serious discontent. Have you always been that way with him? Like, fuck that little guy.
0: Yeah, so I I, I think I really didn't, so I don't like snitches, right? Like, I come from a culture where get stitches, and I don't like snitches, right? So for me, when he, so I was at UFC 199, I think it was, where he got kicked out at the forum because he broke the Brock Lesnar news yep. and he was crying on his podcast like a little bitch on Monday because oh, yeah. Dana out like crying. The dude, the grown man is crying because they kicked him out because the way I see it, he was invited to somebody's house and he yelled surprise before they said it was okay to yell surprise. And he's mad about that. This is my job and I break news. Shut the fuck up, man. You don't get to do that. That's so I'm like, yeah, no, I don't like the snitch culture. You know, these sources from within the UFC that talk to reporters, fuck all of them as well. Like, I'm just not cool with the snitch culture. And he represents that uh, to the max. And so fuck it. I want.
1: Well, that's the best analogy I've ever heard. Is, uh, going to somebody's house and yelling surprise before yeah. everybody. Yeah, fuck. You can't come back. No. Get out of no. here.
0: He can't come back. I'm happy when they kicked his ass out. Get the fuck out of here. I'm happy he missed Biz Bing
1: knocking out Luke Rockhold. I'm happy he got kicked out. They should have never given him his credentials back. He sure did cry, too. You're not bullshitting. Anybody that doesn't know or, or that's listening and don't know that story about Aero Hawani, go back. You can find it. He, that motherfucker cried for real. On his own podcast like a bitch. Tears, I mean, was boo-hooing about the tragedy of uh, – Uncle Dana saying, bitch, you cost us millions in promotional dollars that we had bottled up and we're going to release the biggest fucking teaser in our company's history. And you leaked it before we did.
0: Yeah. Fuck him and the rat who told him that information. Get out of here. Like, I don't get business. They invest millions of dollars for this stuff. And you got some little nerd boy (laughs) who wants to break news on his fucking website and blow shit up. Get out, bro.
1: You can't yell surprise before I say it's okay. Get out. Yeah, you got to get the fuck out. It kills me. I I I, I can't handle it. I, I listen to him sometimes and I'm like, oh, God.
0: I'll admit, yeah. I watch his show uh for the fighter interviews. Yeah, of
1: course. I
0: don't. That first 10 minutes where he talks and gives all his right past that shit. I watch fighter interview and that's it. I don't. No, 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 era Hawani.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, it hurt me a lot. I I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt after that incident, after that kind of cleared, the smoke cleared about a year after. I was like, you know what, I'm going to try to give him the benefit of the doubt. And then uh, when he recently did the the Nick Diaz interview, and I didn't like the the way he painted Nick Diaz. Like anyone that knows Nick Diaz knows how fucking awkward he is speaking. He hates the shit. Nate even hates it, but Nick hates it 10 times more than Nate. Like Nick, I don't think he's his he social anxiety. That's what I'm saying. Right? He hates that shit. It's not his okay, thing. Okay, that's fucking Nick Diaz. Not, yeah. not a politician. No, but, but Ariel, without saying it, but the way he released the interview in segments and what he chose to frame it set yes. the expectation of making Nick Diaz look like he's punch drunk or he's fucking yes. abusing drugs or he's crazy. And to me, that shit's not cool. You've had access to the Diaz brothers since this shit started. You know how much they hate that shit. You know how much Nick hates it, how awkward he is. He doesn't know what to say. He doesn't like it. If he can't smoke a pound of weed first, he's not going to be right. Like, And that's just him. That's never changed. It's always been that way. And yep. I just thought it was Dirty pulled. I think he fucked him, and I, I didn't like it. I'm with, I'm
0: with you on that for sure. When they keep saying, I don't want to see him fight in this condition, H- hold on. He's not in training camp right now. What the fuck? Yeah. You know, he said it himself. Like, I don't want to be around fighters right now. I'm a bad influence right now. But when I'm in fight camp, I'm in fight camp. So he so he showed up to that interview drunk, high, tired, who knows what. Yeah. Like, what does that matter? Like, the dude has social anxiety. He was rambling a little bit, but that's Nick fucking Diaz. He's... And it's, you know what? So what if they're a little punch drunk? They're fucking fighters. I'm okay with it. This is what comes along with all yeah. the uh, adulation and fame and all that they get when they walk to the cage. There's a price to pay. And it might be a little CDE. And if you're not okay with that, fucking go do something else with your life.
1: Yeah. But I,
0: mean, you know, I don't want to see you take damage. I don't want to see Man, shut the fuck up. Let these guys go earn some money. Watch the fight. Which Errol hawani doesn't even pay to watch the fights. He doesn't even support these guys. Shut up, Errol. Your voice means nothing.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't don't like it either. And these guys know what they sign up for. I mean, they do it. But they should be paid handsomely. So I always support fighters when they want to make more money or when they do things to, to create buzz around a fight or anything like that. I can't, as a person, say shit about what they're trying to do to build a brand or make money. Uh, They're just being smart, goddamn. You can't hate on them about it and give them uh, bullshit. You can't expect fighters to fight for peanuts anymore and just fight for the glory and the pride. That's their prize fight. Like, it's got to be understood that it's a different game now. Like, the Mark Coleman's and shit. You see Mark now with his, uh, how bad his health is and hips and all that shit. Even he would tell you, I knew what I was signing up for. Exactly. You know? Exactly.
0: No right. one put a gun to their head and said, get in the ring and go fight MMA. That was a choice they made. It might have been the only choice they had yep. to make money, to feed their family, right? To, to experience some incredible highs of life neither you nor I or Aaron or Juan
1: or anybody else have been experienced by never making that walk. Yep. Relax. Agreed. Well, all right. Well, let's wrap this one up. Uh, where can they find let us? Give them all the info. Where can they find you and uh, reach out to you and then I'll get this bitch posted up. See this right here. The
0: V Ramos method on on, into Google.
1: We'll find the things that I do.
0: I'm a real estate, licensed real estate agent in uh, Southern California. Uh, Little Big Vince, hashtag ABG underscore SGV. That's a a clothing line company my buddies in San Diego uh, do. But that's it right there. Uh, Vince Ramos, Little Big Vince, anywhere.
1: Nice. And y'all know my uncle Randy, goddamn hell, you can get at me on Twitter at Married as fuck. We also have the uh, Twitter account. Throwing smoke, it's at smoke throwing. Uh, if you want to hit us on Twitter, I'm going to shoot you actually that uh, access uh, event so you have access to that account too. We both have, so that's just where we can team up and cool. fuck with some of these MMA Twitter nerds. I mean, that wow. needs to be our wow, goal. That, uh, Twitter, these guys need to uh, pay up. Some of them need to be called out about their bullshit, and I know me and you'll do that shit. All right, so mm-hmm. we'll be back in two weeks. We're going to come every two weeks, uh, Vince and I, every other Monday. Uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. We're going to lay it down for you, try to keep it within an hour. Uh, So that's the goal. We'll be covering all the fights as we get closer to the pay-per-views. Be looking out for us. And uh, we love you, goddamn hell. We'll be back again soon. Yes, sir. All right, brother. I'll holler at you, man. See you, big dog. Randy. Later, brother.